This is a HeadGum Original. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Did we pick up now where we left off? Mr. Stark, please. Yes, dear. Can I have your attention? Absolutely. Our priority here is to have you turn over the Iron Man weapon to the American people. Well, you can forget it. We're safe. America is secure. You want my property? You can't have it. But I did you a big favor. I have successfully privatized world peace. We're adjourned for the day. You've been a delight. Stark family has destroyed. They will be blood in the water, and the sharks will come. Second episode uh-huh. of our fifth season of the show yeah. of this podcast. We are working our way through this universe. Uh, we have fellow newcomers. We have some super fans, and sometimes we have people who've contributed to the series. Yeah, um, but we're doing twenty episodes. So we're doing 20. twenty of the twenty-seven. I okay, it. 20. that's a lot. It's that's too many. Lot. It's too, too many. many. We're on the second one now, and I'm like, whoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they're long. They're not short. They're, they're not very short. long movies. This one was longer than the first one. And I, they really started milking this one, I thought, after the I, success of the first one. I think yes. they were like, oh, yeah, everyone loves this now. And they went so fucking hard. I was like, oh, my God. It's just t- the technology was like 10 million times better, too. It, honestly, that was nice. That was nice that to was see a relief. good technology. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we're talking about the third film in the MCU, Iron Man 2 from 2010. We are skipping the second entry in the franchise, which is the Incredible Hulk for some reason. But we're going to meet the Hulk in the Avengers, apparently. Okay, but isn't Mark Ruffalo the Hulk? I okay, thought I'm sad I'm not seeing wait, that one. Not isn't sad, the Hulk, but I don't. That man who fights? Hulk is green. No, the <laughs> fight club man. <laughs> Brad Pitt? Uh no. Um Ad the other one. Yes. He's Hulk? I thought so. He's my celebrity crush. He is? Yeah, he's one of them. He's very yeah. handsome. He's cute. Oh, okay. So I got to Edward... meet him one time. You did? Yeah, I shook his hand and I was like, Where? Gay, 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 gay. Um, it was at it was at I had gone to see Judd Hapatow do stand up in mm-hmm. New York and there was like a party afterwards. And I met him oh. and I met um wait, hold on. Danny DeVito. <laughs> What I, Danny they DeVito were together. does it for me. What? Yeah, I know. They were together? Yeah, they were dating. <laughs> <laughs> they were holding hands. They're dating. You heard it here first. Uh, oh, wait. So, okay. Edward Norton is the Hulk in The Incredible Hulk. 
and then was replaced by Mark Ruffalo. Oh for the shit! Avengers. I gotta see that old one because I like him. I want to oh, see him be a superhero. The original Hulk sucks, so that's why oh. we're not watching it. Well, that Interesting, makes sense. but we're I watching mean, I other it. sucky things. Yeah. Well, okay. So if you want to watch Iron Man two to catch up with us, it's available on Disney Plus, and you can get it for a fee on Amazon, Apple TV Plus, Google Play, and Vudu. And obviously, we're going to spoil this movie. So Hell yeah. if you want to watch it first, then do that. But you can catch up if you don't want to watch it. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just have a nice little listen. Maybe people are out there who just want to get educated on the MCU so that they can like have a conversation with their boyfriend or something. Yeah, maybe. They're like, what do girls think about this? Okay, um, here are my thoughts. Uh, They're long. Okay, Lauren, they suck. What is your, what are your quick thoughts on this film? Well, it was really easy to watch because Mm -hmm. the technology was really good. The, The CGI was like way better. The first movie had like no real special effects it felt like Mm -hmm. like there were some scenes with like a couple little like loading uh you know bars on the computer (laughs) or like him making his little like wrist guard Uh out of a green thing this was much more advanced but it was only made two years later so i was really surprised i didn't understand was maybe they got more of a budget yeah yeah Mm -hmm. um because the first one seemed old in that way very very old very antiquated yeah but i so i liked that and i thought but i thought i thought the whole thing had gotten really cocky (laughs) I felt like the first one was more humble I also thought the first one was a little bit more humble I also thought the first one was like really easy to follow This one I feel like I glanced down And then I was like wait what I know the first one you were really happy Because the first one was like Here's what's happening She's downloading the file Uh Mm -hmm. Bad file being downloaded It's achieved Like they were like spelling everything out so clearly This one was a little more like expecting us to know something yeah. i think and i i yeah. felt like they trusted me too much to like yeah. understand stuff yeah and i was like i'm stupid just like really spell <laughs> it out for me just tell me what's happening <laughs> i think gwyneth paltrow i think she really dyed her hair red this time thoughts i thought it was a wig last time i oh i thought it was a wig the, both times mm. i thought she did a lot more like bad screaming there was a part <laughs> where she was in the back like the back of the car and she was like ah oh ah <laughs> And I was like, Gwyneth, don't you have an Oscar? What's going on with these screams? See, and that is why I like Robert Downey Jr. Because he really commits. Yes. He's very he's very authentic in this role, I would say. Ugh, that it facial feels, hair, though. It's Ugh, really yikes. bad. It's disgusting. And I didn't like whenever they were like really zoomed in on it. Me like, either. When he's in the helmet and they're like, here's what's happening inside the head. And it's like, I don't like, like any of those helmet <laughs> shots. Unnecessary. And we have Don Cheadle replacing Terrence Howard. Yes. Um, unceremoniously. I want to know more about that. Hopefully we'll Me get some too. facts. Okay. We should introduce yes. our guest for today. We got. Carl Tart and Lamar Woods. Carl is a former football player who's now on the same television show as me. See how the (laughs) Lord works in mysterious ways. (laughs) And I love the show. It's so good. Grand Crew. Thank you. It's called Grand Crew. Lamar is a musician slash writer who writes (laughs) on the same show with Nicole. They're also the host of XOXO Gossip Kings on HeadGum. They're watching their way through all 121 episodes of Gossip Girl. I didn't realize this. I didn't. I I have to hear about this. I think I'm going to listen to it. I don't listen to podcasts, but I'm very curious I to gotta hear, hear about that oh my gossip god girl oh my Ooh, god welcome carl and lamar thank you for oh having god. me hey I, what's up this <laughs> is hilarious i so i said when y'all was talking about mark ruffalo and i saw leah's fingers she put that cat down and started i said oh she about to get y'all ass yeah. <laughs> 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 Leah was, was typing in the chat telling us type in the chat <laughs> tell me what we're wrong about yeah wait okay so lamar carl what are your experiences with marvel are you familiar with the mcu i don't get down okay <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get down. Fair. So had you seen this movie before? Nuh-uh. Oh, I hadn't great. seen it before. I hadn't. I, I think I may have saw the first one at mm-hmm. like a friend's mm-hmm. house. When you, you know how like on a on like a lazy Sunday where you like go to your homie's house, like your homie who still lives with his mom. <laughs> and uh, it was like you go over his house and they're all just like eating pizza and smoking. Like, well, we ain't doing shit. 
We over here watching Iron Man. And I, I think I've like seen it in that capacity. <laughs> that makes so much sense. I feel I, like it's like always it. on in that capacity. There was a Twitter thread where I got roasted for not understanding the MCU. Oh. I don't give a shit, man. <laughs> man, I, I have sex. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Yes, you heard it here first. Carl Tart know, has uh, sex. Let him know he'd be swinging, oh swinging around. Swinging. I don't know about the fucking Iron Man. I have sex. I love this. <laughs> Lamar, what's your take? Lamar, do you have sex or do you get down <laughs> do with you watch MCU? Uh, I do not have sex, but I've watched a lot. I've seen all... Of the Marvel. I love Marvel. <laughs> okay, oh. so you've seen this movie before. Did you rewatch it for this or have you just seen enough that you I rewatched it. It was it is my least is my least favorite Marvel movie. Wow, <laughs> all, all of them? Yeah, oh I was so I even, was like, oh this one, but even it the was Hulk fun one? to watch it again. Well, I, I guess it's weird. It's like that one, I just don't it's like feels like a different like category or something, that original Hulk. But oh. uh yeah, this is worse than I would say this is, I can't even compare that because that Hulk one was like, felt like a different kind of thing. I don't oh. know if that gets me in trouble. Is that going to get us in trouble? No, no. I think it's good that you're saying this is your least favorite though, because it kind of sets the bar that like, we might like some mm-hmm. things that are to come. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, but it was I mean, better this time. I had fun watching it though. The second yeah. Time. It, it, you know what I will say, Nicole, not to scare you, but I watched the next movie we're doing and I liked this one a lot more than that. Wait, what is the next one? Thor. Thor. Oh, so y'all, y'all just going in order, so y'all you can yeah, but skip we're skipping some, skipping some along yeah. the way. But like in, we skipped oh, okay. the Incredible Hulk, but Thor, yeah, that no. hammer, that's the Hammer Man. Yeah, but we'll we'll save it because I I can't talk about that right now. Um, okay, fair, <laughs> fair. So fair. okay. Let's get into the Daily Bugle. This is our news segment. Uh, We're going to give a recap of what's going on lately in the MCU. Now, director James Gunn tweeted a storyboard from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 that appears to show the character Mantis in peril. You know, the only thing I really understand from that is storyboard. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh my fucking God. You have to click the link. Hold on. I got to send this to you guys. I'm going to put this in the chat. It is so stupid looking. (laughs) (laughs) He wrote, he wrote, shooting this shot now. It's a hashtag game. What, Guardians of the Galaxy GV. I don't know what's it. Okay. And then he drew, there's a little picture from the storyboard. It looks like a scribble. A, a true scribble. It, it's so funny. We should put it up when we post this episode. Wait a minute. It, it's so goofy looking that I'm like, why would anyone get excited about this? One of the comments is you are so detailed with your work. And that really gets me good. This oh my is- God. Someone wrote RIP Drax. Whatever. That, is that the character's Who's Drax? Name? Is that what that thing is? I don't know. Mantis. Mantis is in peril. That's probably one of the funniest pictures I've ever seen. Um, okay, oh so, my god, I love that that's what happened when we clicked that. <laughs> um, the, our second item of news is She-Hulk director Kat Corio? Corio yeah. revealed recently in an interview that the series would be more of a comedy than previous Marvel shows. Wow. Oh, She-Hulk. So, yeah, you get a big lady. She got to be funny. Well, and it's Tatiana Maslany, who is so funny and she's so talented. So I think that's going to be good because she's awesome. Um, on TikTok, Doctor Strange of the Multiverse of Madness star Sochil Gomez posted a video of herself and the very first action figure of her character, America Chavez. I wish it was the same picture as that screenshot oh, we just I saw. I wish. Uh, here, I'll put this TikTok here. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> she isn't moving around. <gasps> she. She's very excited. Do you see the the thing dancing around? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, this little girl put out her. <laughs> she has an action figure. Um, and yeah, she put. So she's cute. Was she on um Babysitters Club? Maybe I, I haven't think seen she, Babysitters yeah, she, Club. Oh my god, I loved it. Yeah, she was on that. She was she was her place in the next season because she was doing this. Oh no! Oh, See, my I'm God. a Babysitters Club purist. I really like the Scholastic series. I love. You, if that you remember one. that, so this I was one like, is "Good like that though." Oh, it is yeah, okay because I hated really... the movie with Rachel Lee Cook. Rachel no, no, Lee no. Cook? It's, it's more like the Scholastic. It's really okay. sweet. All right, but maybe yeah. I'll get into it. Yeah. All right. Well, that was fascinating news. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was riveting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Baby Club. Remember Sweet Valley High? Yeah. I loved Sweet Valley I loved High. Sweet Valley. I loved the television series and I read the books. Can we talk a little bit about Gossip Girls and what is the, uh, uh, you know, what drew you guys to do a podcast about that? Ooh, that's a good question. Oh, yeah. So uh, Lamar had watched it over the, over the pandemic and uh, I mm-hmm. had been wanting to watch it. It came out like, it came out September of 2007. Which mm-hmm. was like my first semester of college, like that was when I like I like started college, so I missed it. We uh-huh. we were mm-hmm. we were big OC heads in high school, <laughs> but I missed Gossip Girl, and we had always heard about it. And then one time I started signing my emails with XOXO Gossip Tart, <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, I didn't I did it without ever seeing the show, so I kind of felt like a poser, like I felt like. <laughs> I, Felt like I was wearing uh, Etni's shoes and didn't know how to skate. And <laughs> so yeah, I, I never knew that that was that, very that funny. <laughs> I knew that whole Etnie's time I knew Carl was like, what is I that XOXO I could just picture XOXO that mean? perfect chunk of a shoe. Yeah, yeah. truly. It's just a real <laughs> hunk. It's like, it's like a half circle. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I started, I was like, well, let's, let, I want to watch it. I want to get into it. And me and Lamar have been trying to figure out a, a podcast uh, outlet for ourselves. And so I was like, yeah. well, let's, let's just do this. Like, because clearly whatever we think about the show is going to be ridiculous. So yeah. like, <laughs> I love it. Also int- intriguing at the same time. So I was like, yeah, let's do that. And that was where Milo Ventimiglia first became came on the scene, right? He's like that. He's one of the hot guys. Have you gotten Milo that? Milo Ventimiglia. Oh, wait. Is that the guy? He's Who's, from uh, This Is Us. And he's also oh, on... Yeah. Um, Gilmore Girls. I almost just said Gingham Girls. That's what I mean, isn't that? What? Oh no, Gilmore <laughs> Girls. I'm mixing up with Gossip Girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm Gil- about to say he's not in Oh that. no, yeah, okay, that's why you both looked me. No, blankly. Gossip Girl. Gossip is, Girl is Blake Ed, or whatever. Ed Chadwick. Blake Lively. Blake Lively. Late yeah. Easter. And then that, Ed, uh, Ed, did I say Gilmore Girls Westwick? when I said it a minute ago? You whatever. Said I got Gossip Girl. Oh, I said it right. Got, okay. I got, got confused. Your man's confused with the girls. Um. <laughs> oh my God, that's really. Funny. You know who is in it? That guy from uh, Pam and Tommy. Have y'all seen Pam and Tommy? Oh my God, yeah, no, I haven't watched. No, yet. is it good? It's not that good, but it's fun to watch. Do like they reenact the sex tape? <laughs> yeah. You know, I didn't get that far yet. <laughs> I, was like, when, oh. I was like, when are they gonna show the sex tape? But yeah. uh, no, nah, uh, I think it was. I think they. I think it just exists already, and it's like. You know, they, oh. they show parts of it. But mm. that guy is in Gossip Girl, and I didn't realize that, that it's the same guy who's also in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, there you go. Oh, he's in, uh, he's Cap- Captain uh, America. He plays Captain America's best friend. Oh. Uh, uh, Captain Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Captain and their stepbrother, uh. Captain Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch Captain Mexico. I think that would be very nice and fun. Yeah. <laughs> For yeah. Real. Okay, we should take a break. Yeah, let's do it. Remember in 2018 when border control separated thousands of refugee kids from their parents and deported the parents back to their home countries while keeping the kids in the United States? Well, believe it or not, six years later, there are hundreds of families who still have not been reunified. Although we as a community may feel hopeless at times, I recently learned about an organization called Al Otrolado, which works to reunify families. They provide holistic, legal, and humanitarian support to refugees, deportees, and other migrants in the U.S. and Tijuana through a multidisciplinary, client-centered, harm-reduction-based practice. Since 2018, they've reunified over 100 refugee families ripped apart by Trump's zero-tolerance policy. Once reunited, Al Otrolado helps each family to find legal representation, housing, and counseling that they need in order to heal and get on their feet. Imagine having your child ripped from your arms and never knowing when you'd see them again. We can't let family separations go on. If you're like me and believe that families belong together, join me in supporting Al Otrolado and donate today. You can find the link to donate to Al Otrolado in the description of this episode or or go to gum.fm slash charity to donate today. You can also consider volunteering with the organization, which offers opportunities that are both in-person and virtual. The best way to get involved is by filling out an application on their website at alotrolado.org slash volunteer. Altrolado.org slash volunteer. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. My social battery right now, where would I put it? 
Ooh, I mean, I'm I'm kind of looking to connect with friends. I'm also looking to retreat a little bit and be by myself. It's hard to know exactly what you need at any given time. And it can be so easy to ignore our social battery and spread ourselves too thin, especially with social gatherings picking up so much. After the winter, the spring is here. Well, what's the right amount of socializing for you and how do you recharge? Maybe you thrive around people. Maybe you need more alone time. Therapy can give you the self-awareness to build a social life that doesn't drain your battery. I started therapy when I was about 30 and it was so, so helpful for me for learning about myself, learning about boundaries, learning about my relationships with other people and how to deal with other people. There's so many things you can benefit from therapy. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash newcomers today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash newcomers. Ooh, we back. So Iron Man 2 was rusted, r- rusted, written by... <laughs> Oh this rusty-ass movie was written by Justin Thoreau. Okay, the last yeah. one had like 8 million writers. This has what? one. And it, he's written some big movies. Justin Thoreau? Yes, he wrote Tropic The Prime Thunder. Minister of Canada. He, yeah. <laughs> he wrote Tropic Thunder? Didn't he? Yeah, I didn't he's know the he prime was a uh, prolific Canada? like that. <laughs> I know. He's done, no, he, that guy's name is Justin Trudeau. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Forgive me. They're very similar people. <laughs> yeah, um, did he stay with they, uh, Aniston, Jennifer Aniston? Or is that over? Yeah, they were That's married. Like, they were married? Whoa, mm-hmm. yeah. he wrote Rock of Ages and Zoolander too. I know what? That guy's talented. And Tropic no Thunder, and Tropic Thunder, Reign of Madness. What is there was a second Tropic Thunder? Oh, I don't think I knew that. Wow, wow. Who knew? Yeah, he's killing it. And he also was on Sex in the City twice as two different characters. He was. Yes. Oh, wow. you better work. And you're Justin like, why Thoreau. you ran out of men that fast? You had to use them again. <laughs> <laughs> there were no more men in New York City. <laughs> oh yeah, he played Jared, and then he came back a year later to play Vaughn. It's absurd. Mm. Um, it was directed by John Favreau mm-hmm. and it was released May 7th, oh, 2010. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's look at our summary here. We have to okay. tell you what happened in this movie. Now, this is helpful for us too, because I need to be kind of walked through this one. Yes. Okay, so we start out in Russia, where the media is covering Tony Stark's disclosure of his identity as Iron Man. Ivan Vanko, Mickey Rourke, who is Ugh. so scary, watches his father Anton dying while Tony's press conference plays in the background. His father used to work for Stark Industries, and Vanko begins building a miniature arc reactor similar to Tony's. How mm-hmm. does everybody know how to build <laughs> these fucking ring lights? <laughs> if you if you know if you that smart, you should have stayed out of jail. How you, let, yeah. how you let the cops get you? Yes. The police? The police? <laughs> he is like so scary to me. I feel like he's yeah. so real in a real like it's too uh-huh. he's almost too committed. Like when he's coming at um whatever Tony Stark like whipping those like electricity Ooh. chains. I was like, yeah. this is scary. He's it like, made me a little horny. Okay. <laughs> it was it was kind of like sexual, yeah. Yeah, with like his, his like overalls half off, and he's just like, whoop, whoop, oh my god! See, I didn't take. Like I truly got scared. They it did look like they're about to double dutch. Like yeah. that did make me laugh when I thought about double dutching. I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. That'd be cute. I was hoping for that. Yeah, Tony would be like, he would say some witty comment and be like, all right, let's double dutch. He never said it. He didn't say anything clever. That's because they probably then. had no black people in the room punching up to be like, this is a pretty good joke about double dutching. It's sitting oh, yeah. right there. Speaking of, speaking of black people, they swapped out my man Terrence Howard uh, for Don Cheadle. They be swapping yeah. out the brothers out here. Wait, Lamar, do you know why that happened? Why did the brothers get swapped? Man, I do. Uh, the, before I say what I think it is, does Le- the Leia know? Yeah, you don't know. Because well, I, I, I hope you could correct we, me if we I'm We learned in the previous episode that Terrence Howard was paid like way more than yeah. um, Robert Downey Jr. So much more. And then yeah, and yeah. then that he was like difficult or something. So it's like, was it that? I mean, yeah, he's yeah, pretty- I think it was that. And they was beefing. 
him and uh, Robert Downey Jr. is beefing, oh, and, really? and, and and John Farrell, <laughs> and because he was getting, he wanted to get paid, but they was like, but you're not even. Killing it. Hold on, right. hold, on, hold, on, hold on, man. Y'all got to understand yeah. what I bring to the movie, man. Y'all got to see what's going on with your Iron Man, man. Y'all got your Iron Man. Y'all got iron hearts, man. Iron. Y'all need to soften up those iron hearts. This iron gonna poison your chest, man. Oh my and John was like, I could come in here and help y'all out. Let me tell y'all how Don Cheetah works. <laughs> I okay, need so some more money, man. Me shit. <laughs> here's here's what we've learned. Downey's uh, salary was increased dramatically for Iron Man to uh, to a rumored ten million dollars plus a cut of the back end profit. Yeah, and the first that, one got five hundred thousand. Yeah, and uh, fucking Terrence got two million. Uh, that in turn led to Marvel Studios to drastically slash Howard's pay to what the actor said was just forty thousand dollars. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. So low. Oh, that's so low. That's for that funny. movie oh, after he was already me, in the man. first one, that's crazy. That's so funny to pay someone two million dollars and be like, "We did not get a return on that investment." How's forty thousand for you? That's rough. Wow. But yeah. So apparently, me. Leah said that she was looking at uh, gossip blogs and it looked very messy. The way it went down between everyone. Oof, so. I love it. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, exciting. It's a, it's a, you never think about that. Like I always, when I was a kid watching and I was like, why did they swap that black dude out? Like that's, had no concept of behind the scenes industry. Yeah, it's stuff. also. I just was like, yeah, they got a new black guy. Whatever. It's also Whatever like a reverse Aunt Viv. Cause uh, yeah. on the Fresh Prince they went light, and on Iron Man they went dark. <laughs> you ain't never lied to Cole. Oh man, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> okay, so meanwhile Tony's enjoying his celebrity status and using his Iron Man suit to maintain peace. To continue the legacy of his father Howard John Slattery, he brings back the Stark Expo in NYC. So this is why he's on stage at that mm-hmm. big thing in his costume yeah and at one point they're like it's the year-long stark expo and i was like a year-long expo yeah, who's people, ever heard people of that really care about this i guess like people fucking love iron man it's and then yeah. it's, uh, that was weird i thought that was a very weird thing i couldn't i couldn't yeah. figure out why the event was happening at all Me either. And it felt like they weren't it, it felt like there wasn't like it didn't feel like there was some reason. It just felt like we just were picking up and seeing that now he's super famous as Iron Man mm-hmm. and everyone mm-hmm. cares or something. I don't know. But Tony gets subpoenaed to appear before Congress where he is pressured by Senator Shern, played by Gary Shandling, to turn over his designs to the government. Senator Shern brings out Tony's corporate rival, Justin Hammer, some Sam Rockwell, <laughs> as an expert witness to support their case, followed by Tony's best friend, Lieutenant Colonel James Rhodes, now played by Don Cheadle, who just comes in and goes... It's me. I'm Rhodes. I'm here. Let's do this or whatever. He's like, yeah. get over. Yeah, like, he's like, forget about yeah. it. Fuck off. Forget about it. I'm snitching on you. <laughs> I betrayed dude, you. Forget about it. Let's talk about Sam it. Sam Rockwell. First yeah. of all, Sam Rockwell is a great actor. Yeah, he's great. He was so funny. I didn't even know that was him. Like, he looks so different than uh, three billboards over Edmonds, oh, yeah. Dead or whatever. <laughs> but I, uh, I uh, definitely feel like this movie was just based, like, the whole storyline is just like, this dude is tight, and these other dudes is just hating on him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're all hating. Uh-huh. That man was yeah. so yeah. mad. He was just like, I can't stand this dude. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he hates Iron Man. He yeah. hates Tony Stark. <laughs> they showed the video of him. He was embarrassed. The, the machine was break. Clack, clack, clack. He was like, hold on. Hold on. You got this. You got this. Plug it back in. Plug it back in. <laughs> so how do you fix this? It's crazy. He was like, that dude didn't die. He didn't die. <laughs> and then it was like, I can't stand, I can't stand this dude. Why you gonna pull that up? Why you gonna pull that up right now? He's trying to take the DVD player out. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. So who's, who's this? Senator Shuren then proves that other attempts by foreign powers to duplicate the Iron Man suit have failed miserably and also embarrasses Hammer, who had testified against him by showing he had also made a bungled attempt at creating a prototype. <laughs> and um, then yes. fucking Tony Stark is like, I've privatized peace. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> what yeah. do you mean you've privatized See, peace? The first movie felt so, like the plot was so simple. It was a little, yeah. like, they were just mm-hmm. like, there's a bad guy. We got to like stop this or, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. It was just like, that's it. And now I feel like it's like, he's, do- he's doing way too much. 
Yeah, he's going to yeah. Senate meetings. <laughs> he's now in the government. Okay, so at home, Jarvis. Jarvis's dots, does Jarvis stand for something? Just a... Uh, oh, yeah. Robot. Really visual, <laughs> insensitive. Yeah. Jovial. Succubus. Uh, Succubus. <laughs> uh, confirms to Tony that, oh, Leah's typing an answer. Okay, we're going to find that out. Jarvis is... Oh, nice. What? Hmm. Just oh, a tight. rather very intelligent system is not a good actor. No, it's like it's terrible. like they wrote they came up with the name first and then made it yes. up like we just did. And then who comes I like with that the name though? I feel Jarvis. like Tony came up with that. Just I think a that's really Tony being like <laughs> Tony's a, a genius, and that's yeah. what he came up with. <laughs> yeah, Jarvis. Because okay. that's so, funny though. To, uh, that fits Tony's brand, where he's yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm this smart ass dude, but also I'll be out here bullshitting." <laughs> yeah, like, I ain't really. <laughs> You know, I'm not even trying right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Jarvis, just a really, in- whatever. Confirms just a really very, sorry, like a really very intelligent in- system. In- oh, he named Tony. after his father's butler, whose last name was Jarvis. Okay, so he had to come oh, up with Oh, so he had name. a really shoehorn some yeah. shit. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, so Jarvis confirms to Tony that the toxic levels in his blood have risen. What? Does oh, that yeah. mean the shrapnel? Yeah, he was like, you, your heart, you only have so many of these little things left. He had like little chips to put in his, his yeah, little and yeah. kept, All his SD cards kept burning up. <laughs> the, yeah, the palladium. Yeah, nasty. Yeah. It was like but, infecting his body because it's like radiation basically putting in his soul. Yeah, and they saw, <laughs> oh. they showed his chest and it was like all veins of like crackliness, like it was coming apart or something. Yeah, and I didn't like it. It looked like, <laughs> I don't know what it looked like. Oh, it looked like that game. That red game with the knobs where you make the lines. Oh, wait. That's a sketch? Yep. Oh, yeah. Like, so, like someone extra sketch it on his body. Lauren, I <laughs> gave like, you no hints. You got red it. game with the lines? Wait, what did you say? The red game with the knobs that. where you make the lines? <laughs> to even call it a game. Yeah, it's it wasn't yeah. a game. It's <laughs> not a game. No game. That's what is it? Real art right there. It was like oh, the hardest thing ever. And then some people are really good at it somehow, and it makes no sense. But it yeah. doesn't make any sense. I can, I make can only make on lines. That. Yeah, no. Um, what if Jarvis okay. was like, "You need to stop eating all that pork." <laughs> stop eating those Burger King cheeseburgers you ate in the previous week. <laughs> he loves Burger King. He wants an American cheeseburger. That's what he uh, made when he got back. What's palladium? That's like. The palladium that's powering the arc oh. reactor. Oh, yeah. It so, keeps, oh, keeping the shrapnel from reaching his heart is slowly killing him, and there's no other suitable replacements. Oopsies. I guess so, our friend Yinsen didn't really have a long-term plan for this heart situation. <laughs> he sure didn't. I'm an that's why he was now. like, I'm good to die. <laughs> uh, Tony oh, thinking man. he'll die makes Pepper Potts, Gwyneth Paltrow, CEO of Stark Industries, and makes Natalie Rushman, Scarlett Johansson, his new assistant. Where the fuck did she come from? She came from nowhere, and then he's all, like, horny for her instantly, and then she yeah. kicks that and, guy's ass. Mm-hmm. And John that Favreau. was weird for me. I was like, and we're all just, like, chill that this lady, I, I didn't even see her take her shoes off, gets in this ring, and then just beats this man up, and everyone's like, cool. I know. <laughs> They're like, ooh, she's tough, too. <laughs> I mean, I, I it took me about an hour and a half, and then I said, "Oh, is she Black Widow?" And oh, yeah. Mike was like, "Is yeah. she?" Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess what? so. But it took Wait, me. Is so that long. the first time we see her? It was. Yeah, it was kind of trippy watching. I've that, never seen her like, before. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that means dang, that was like her intro to the Marvel yeah, universe, right? Yeah. There. So wow. she just comes in as like a sweet little assistant, and um. Okay, at the Monaco Grand Prix, Tony takes out the Formula One driver who's representing Stark Industries and drives it himself, seeking some enjoyment before he dies, mm-hmm. despite putting himself in immediate danger. Uh-oh, oh, Bingo no. soon appears on the track to jump rope. <laughs> Tony, uh, and he baits Tony by attacking the racing cars using his modified harness and electric whips. Happy Hogan. <laughs> That's his name? <laughs> John yeah, Favreau is Happy Hogan. Happy Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Hogan. <laughs> and Pepper, these names show up to the racetrack to save Tony and throw you him. You have to be a noun or an adjective. <laughs> 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 These are the brakes. My name is Happy Hogan. I'm here to say Rooting it's rooting it's not the way. Yeah. 
They had a fun dancer, Pepper Potts and Happy Hogan. That was good. <laughs> they, they were uh, having fun together on a track. Uh, that was an intense scene on a racetrack. It was way too It was house. very intense. And dare I say sexy. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> they show up to save Tony by like driving a car into him. And then he just like really faints fast. And then they give him his portable Mark five suit. And then Vanko wakes up and then he like defeats Vanko. Um, Tony visits Vanko in prison and discovers that Ivan is the son of disgraced Russian physicist, Anton Vanko, who collaborated on the first arc reactor with Tony's father. Vanko is later broken out of jail by Justin Hammer, who recruits him to make his own Iron Man suits to gain revenge on Tony by ruining his reputation. Oh my god, a lot, a lot, lot. yeah, and I, a lot of stuff. I truly, I just was, I, I found, um, what's his name, Mickey. I always want to say Mickey the wrong one, Rooney. Mickey Rourke? I yeah, Mickey Rooney. Say, yeah, Mickey Rooney. I said that like four times. Mike was like, Rourke. "It's not Rooney." Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, but I always think he's creepy. Like when he was in the wrestler, he's so he's so raw. Like the, mm-hmm. the way he looks, it looks like he's been like. It just like his face is just like stretched and leathery mm-hmm. and he's just so intense. And I really was curious what it was like to actually act with this man because he seemed so scary mm-hmm. when he was approaching mm-hmm. him on the, on the grand prix track. He was so <laughs> intense that it, it looked, it looked real. I felt it was very authentic. It was and scary. a very authentic mm-hmm. performance. Yeah. Um, he, did he have plastic surgery? Something's is- up, right? Yeah. <laughs> Something's going on with the f- the face. Did he I think it's story? a nice face. Oh, I mean I people wonder, people think he's handsome. Everyone's handsome yeah, to somebody. He looks like lived. <laughs> like he's lived a life. It's one of the top searches is plastic surgery. Okay, so what's uh-huh. yeah, because he's got these lips that are Oh my oh, god, when he was young. Juicy. Whoa, you gotta look at when he was young. Ooh, when he was okay. wasn't he in like point break or something? What movie was, was he? Was he? I don't know, but he's he one was one of them top top gun. He was, was he top gun? Oh my god, you got it. It was one of the 80s movies. Okay, I gotta find (laughs) out which one that was. Doing slow motion Um, scenes or something. Oh wow, yeah, he was cute. It's kind of shocking. There's this one picture that looks like he has a mask. Oh, that. He looks like Auntie now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Auntie (laughs) Rourke. Interesting. He was a man on fire. Oh, yeah, he was in that. Okay, so I don't know why he did this, because he was a super good-looking man. Yeah. And he has, he has messed with his face a lot. Um, I have questions. Okay, I'm going to Google Mickey Rourke plastic surgery. Why? Yeah. <laughs> like he oh, has okay. an explanation. Let me tell you yeah, why. He suffered, he suffered a few broken ribs, a compressed cheekbone, and a split tongue. <gasps> and then he got Ouch. memory loss. Oh. As, what happened? Split what? tongue. Why did it? Why did it start in the middle of the explanation? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. What the fuck? Uh, I want to know what happened. Yeah, me yeah, too. How do you get and a split is, tongue? There's a whole Vice article about about his face. The Pope of Greenwich Village. He was in the Pope of Greenwich Village. That's <laughs> Nobody, the one I was. You that's did the not one I was think of that. About. Yeah, that was the one I was thinking about. <laughs> the Pope of Greenwich Village. It was. It, I was thinking Top Gun, or you know, but it was the Pope of Greenwich Village. I get those movies mixed Yeah, up. that one's really famous and popular. Oh, okay. So he, boxing. He became a boxer Oh, that's after where... Because then he was in The Wrestler where it was like really... Uh, I think that was why he was put in The Wrestler. Ah, yes. But like okay. boxing. So maybe he got clocked in the head a handful of times and yeah, kind of changed the, so. the, you know, makeup of the situation. Because yeah, he... Yeah. I mean, look, that's a that's a shocking... Once people start doing plastic surgery, it's dangerous though. Because you just... You, you lose track of what you looked like mm-hmm. before and then it's just mm-hmm. a whole path that you're on. And yeah, I'm watching Darcy and Stacy's faces evolve Dude, in I real know. time. 90 Day Fiance. Oh my god, I know. It's it's wild on Instagram. Just to, I, I, I stopped watching 90 Day, which I think is a huge problem because I think I'm missing out Lauren, on some amazing stuff. I know. You really are. My dad recently started watching and I'm like, you started when I stopped? I've been like begging him to watch <laughs> it for years. But This before the 90 Days is really incredible. Okay. There are some true blue it. Looney Tunes. This woman, Kim, oh, she's everything. And then she she gets pretty bad. Anyway, back to Iron Man. Okay, okay. <laughs> back to Iron Man, even though we could talk about that I feel for like hours. the plastic surgery thing is a good metaphor for what I mean, uh, Tony Stark was going through because he's you know, he's wearing this suit and he's becoming, he's losing track of who he yeah. was before. Wow. Wow. You just made that, that sounds smart. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 
Tony's that's, stuck. That's true. Okay, so where do we leave off here? Okay, so Tony throws what he believes will be his last birthday party and stumbles around drunk in his armor when Tony begins to endanger his party guests by blasting objects out of the air in their vicinity, his friend, Lieutenant Colonel James Rhodes, dons a silver suit to subdue him. The next day, Tony, disgraced and hungover and sitting in a donut, is approached... <laughs> oh, yeah, he's in the Randy's donut sign. <laughs> is approached by Nick Fury of S.H.I.E.L.D., Samuel L. Jackson, and Rushman, who's really Natalie... Or Natasha Romanoff, sorry, an undercover S.H.I.E.L.D. agent who provides mm. him with a box of his father's old research that can hopefully be used to find a cure for his palladium poisoning. Pallad- palladium? 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 Who knows? I did like that Samuel L. Jackson asked him to get out of that donut. That made me laugh. <laughs> that was funny. I, and I thought that was a cool shot to be in the donut. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then he's like, what's going on? Should I look at your at your eye patch? Or your eye? I was like, is there more? Is this more improv? It felt well, like he I was, was kind like, of like being loose. Rude. I, I thought it was rude, too. And I would I, never ask someone with an eye patch, where do I look? I, I just look at your face. Like he's never <laughs> encountered someone with anything I don't know, unusual. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he, I think that was improv probably. It felt very loose very and loose. fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Using his father's research, Tony watches a video with a message from his daddy that leads him to examine the original 1974, uh-oh, dia- oh, diorama. <laughs> See that was diarrhea? We're going to examine the original 1974 diarrhea. <laughs> You're like, was this what I looked down? I was like, what? Is, did I miss that part? In reality, a disguised diagram for the molecular structure of a new element. Tony goes into hardware mode, uh, hand building a particle accelerator with Jarvis's help and synthesizing the new element. He creates a new perfected arc reactor that cures his palladium poisoning. Realizing Hammer's involvement with Vanko, Tony races to the Stark Expo. Wait, do we miss a part where? What Vanko asked for his bird? Oh yeah. Well, that I think that was before that. I really liked the scene where and he's the jail in a in a yeah. We oh when he breaks out of jail and he's in that hangar with the plane. I was like, why is he eating dinner with a plane there? And then he's right. like, my bird, I want my bird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was Sam Rockwell was funny when he was like, oh, so you like the bird now? <laughs> like it wasn't even his bird, but he's just like, that was a funny thing to point out. Yeah, he was so passionate to take care of He's like, I'll take this other bird. I couldn't get a read on uh, that Russian guy. <laughs> like yeah, when he it was, was helping him. It was weird. Like it I couldn't was tell if weird. He was like really wanting to help him or what was going on. I don't Crazy. think they ever made a choice. It was very like waffling on what he was actually doing. Yeah, and then uh, Sam. I like Sam Rockwell though. That was a fun character. Yeah, that was, it like, was. Fun, he's uh, very, and you know, he's been dating Leslie Bibb since two thousand seven, who was in the first what? Iron Man. Really? What? And, what? They, who knew which this? means they met before they were both in Iron Man. And so, oh my, and then what? she's in this for a second with him, right? Or, or was that something I'm mixing up in my head? Yeah, no, that happened. Um, and I thought, oh, how fun wow. for this couple. They both get to be in such a big movie together. She's um, tall. He's tall? <laughs> she's tall. Oh, I was like, yeah, no, he's not. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, I think she's taller than him. So unless she's like 6'5". They met in Los Angeles when he was filming uh, Frost Nixon. That's when they met. Oh, oh how cute. Frost Nixon. Uh-huh. I wonder what he say to get at her. Like, listen, you know, what's good, ma? <laughs> <laughs> what's good, Bib? What's good, hey, Bib? What's good, Bib? They call me Big Rock Dog. I ain't gonna you tell want me you to why. dribble on that, Bib? Maybe that's what he said. Oh my uh-huh. god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I gotta get in his Nixon character. <laughs> um, okay, we have to take a break. Do you want to make your mom smile? Start Mother's Day with flowers or surprise her with gifts from the brand she loves. And guess what? It's delivered with the same day with DoorDash. Get 50% off your next order of up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now on DoorDash. And the promo code is NEWCOMERS. 
Listen, moms are a gift. I know that best. So give her the best this Mother's Day. Select from hundreds of expertly crafted bouquets to the best of tech to self-care essentials delivered right to the door. Get 50% off your next order up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now with the code NEWCOMERS. That's NEWCOMERS. Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. Get a Mother's Day gift as unique as she is with DoorDash. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. So, okay, at the Stark Expo, Justin Hammer unveils his new military drones captained by Rhodes in a heavily weaponized version of the confiscated Mark II armor. However, they realize that Vanko has hacked them and has complete control of both the drones and Rhodes' new armor, and Tony arrives just as they go on the attack. As Tony battles against these remote-controlled enemies, Happy Hogan and Romanoff <laughs> race to Hammer Industries headquarters to stop Vanko. Romanoff is able to give Rhodes control of his armor again so that he and Tony can fight the drones and Vinko together. Meanwhile, Hammer's attempts to regain control of the drones get him placed into NYPD custody. Uh, the two armored allies combine their powers and successfully take Vanko down by Vanko's armor. And the hammer drones are revealed to have uh, to be equipped to self-destruct. As they begin to detonate, Tony races to save Pepper Potts, flying her to a rooftop where they reconcile and... Smooch. Wait, so did we skip the part two where they where fucking Venko gets that like potato in his food? <laughs> oh yeah, because that's earlier. Yeah, yeah, so so he gets given like um wait, who sent him that? That's oh this so Sam Rockwell. Sam, Sam Rockwell sent him that potato and then a person to kill who's wearing his outfit? Yeah, so Venko gets like yeah, wait, Van no, that I think that's who replaces him so it looks like he's still in jail because he had the same number on his uh, jail. Yeah, but he blew him up. Yeah, I think, that, I don't know what that was supposed to be. So he gets this, like, he gets his meal delivered, and it has, like, mashed potatoes, and then the notes, like, enjoy the potatoes, and he, like, picks them up, right. and they flips them over, and there's, like, a bomb inside them with, like, a countdown <laughs> yeah. clock on it, and then he, he then, like, exactly they, what to do. this guy brings yeah, he over asks no questions. Yeah, like, the, yeah. the jail guy brings over, like, a key and, like, places it there, and then they bring in another guy who's basically like his stunt double who's gonna like die for him. Yeah, and he's he, looking at him like, oh no. I know, he looks at his you like chest like... where he has like his number, his like prisoner number or whatever. And then he, it's the same as his. And then he's like, okay, I got all the clues I need. And he just like, he slaps the mashed potatoes onto the wall and it sticks. And then it starts to count down and then it blows up everyone and he like runs away and gets out. So that's what yeah. happened there. I feel like they never paid off that fake death. They, they seemed like they were trying to fake his death, but it's like no yeah. one seemed no to care. No one cared. <laughs> like, what he made back. It's like, oh care. my God, he's alive. I know. <laughs> but, uh, and they put a bag on his head and dragged him out. I, I got a little confused about <laughs> They that. also, like, his whips never come back. I was like, why did he have them in the first place? Because didn't that seem like he was going to use that to do something? It yeah. was just like he used it to intimidate him on the on the track or whatever. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, it didn't pay off. A lot of things didn't pay off. Um, so, okay, at the debriefing, uh, Fury tells... It's Fury, right? Or Furry? Fury. Fury. 
<laughs> Tell oh. the story that while he's <laughs> furry. <laughs> so he's furry tells Tony <laughs> he's unsuitable for the Avengers Initiative. Shield wants him to uh, wants him as a consult a consultant. My God, reading is so hard sometimes. Tony it agrees is. on the condition that my Senator... eyes start to cross when I'm reading these things. I have to like same. <laughs> I'm like what? And I almost just said Senator Sperm, but it's Senator <laughs> Stern presents him and Rhodes with their medals of victory, which Shern does reluctantly. Meanwhile, or Stern, whatever. Post, oh my, Stern, sperm, sperm, I don't know. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the post-credit scene, we see S.H.I.E.L.D. agent Phil Coulson driving to a remote impact crater in the New Mexico desert. Over the phone, Coulson informs Fury that they found it, which is revealed to be a mysterious hammer. And that's Thor. Thor yeah. has a hammer. So, yeah. So wait, are all of these like teasers? They're just teasing to the next movie that's coming out. I think yeah. so. Because like Samuel L. Jackson was in the previous one, and then he's in this movie. He like showed up just in the in the last moment in the teaser. Oh. Um. And like he's in Tony Stark's house or whatever. So that's. I mean, I guess it's to get everyone really excited, huh? When you're if you're a big Marvel fan, <laughs> yeah. you get really excited to see what the next little trailer is going to yeah. be. At the yeah. end of the, at the end of the movie, everybody be like, "Oh shit!" Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be crazy, but it's like two years from now. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's gonna take forever. Yeah, but I know. Yeah, you have to wait two years. Um, okay. Well, this movie got. Oh my god, this movie was nominated for an Oscar for best visual effects. Wow, the Oscars were really? hard for Iron Man. <laughs> I know they really were. They were nominated previously for uh-huh. sound or something, but this was like. Um, the visual effects were so much better than so the first much better. It was it was like so yeah. much easier on the eyes. It was it was very well done. And they also won favorite action movie at the People's Choice Awards. And critically, the film was less well received than the first Iron Man. Mm. It has an approval rating of 72% on Rotten Tomatoes. The original Iron Man had 94. That is high. Mm. Brian mm-hmm. Lowry of Variety wrote, Iron Man 2 isn't as much fun as its predecessor, but it will do. <laughs> It'll do. All right, Brian. Ro- Roger Ebert gave it three out of four stars, writing Iron Man 2 is polished. High-octane sequel, not as good as the original, but building once again on a quirky performance by Robert Downey Jr. Yes. Uh, it holds a 71% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. It has the fifth had the fifth largest opening weekend ever at the time, earning $128 million that weekend and $623.9 million worldwide by the end of its run. It's a lot of fucking money, baby. That's huge. Now it's time for our segment, Is Chris in This? This is a segment where we have to have a yes or no conversation about if a Chris, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, or Chris Pine is in this film. Now, was a Chris in this film? I don't think so. I don't think so either. No. I didn't see one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see not a Chris. Now, should a Chris have been in this film? Um, Maybe, but also I thought it was a very convoluted plot where a lot of things didn't pay off. So no, no, Chris. I would say I would, again, put Kristen Chenoweth in this film. Um, and, and just a little a In little a little suit. Iron Man suit. That would be I'm so going to put cute. Chris Brown in this film. When he's, yeah. when he's whipping the uh, the thing on things, just Chris Brown just comes in, does a backflip, and like starts dancing. <laughs> in Monaco? He just yeah, in Monaco. In Monaco. <laughs> he's saying the Star Spangled Banner in Monaco. Yeah, I, like, Why like, I need to be somewhere real quick. It's <laughs> crazy. Um, okay, you want to do some trivia? Hell yeah. Okay. Okay. So the Latin phrase <clears throat> that Natalie slash Natasha says to Tony is Felicis sunt rerum species. <laughs> I'm going to like summon a demon into my house. Yeah, that's what it truly sounded like. <laughs> uh, it actually translates to the appearance, the appearances of things are deceptive. So I guess that means she's going like, I'm not who I, you think I am. Mm. Oh. Well, many actresses were considered for the role of Natasha Romanoff, including future Marvel stars Natalie Portman's in Marvel movies and Brie Larson. Mm-hmm. Emily mm-hmm. Blunt was actually offered the part before Scarlett Johansson, but had to pass due to scheduling conflicts. Wait, I could really see that. I think that would have been cool. I would have liked Emily Blunt. Yeah, I like that. Would have been good. She's kind of she, she like her Devil Wears product character where she's like a bitch is real. I I love that character. I feel like she could really do that with this, like kind of like be badass, and she probably gets mm-hmm. to wear a cool outfit eventually. Well, a lot of she whiplash. Was doing Gulliver and, travels. She was doing what? Gulliver's travels. Oh, oh Gulliver's travels. No one saw that. I didn't see that either. <laughs> I don't think that anyone. <laughs> Not one person. It saw feels it. like it doesn't come out. Is that based on something? Is that Gulliver's travels? It's like a really old movie. It's a, well, at least a really old story. I don't know if it was like maybe it was a book. 
but that's I been done before, right? Because they did that was like an old '90s movie too, I think. Why? Oh, I have a question. Did anybody notice Natasha's hair change? Like she, it, like she had a perm all of a sudden. Like was she wearing a yes, wig the whole time? Yes, her hair got totally <laughs> you know, different yeah. like near the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she started going to battle yeah. mode, she had curly hair. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, when did she get a perm? I, maybe I that's like when, when he, that is that how the character is drawn? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know either, but maybe she got a perm when she was getting dressed in the car and happy fucking was getting too happy. Happy, oh, yeah. happy <laughs> hoodlum or what was his name? That was happy, one. Uh, happy, uh, what happy Hogan was. Happy Hogan. What if Happy Hogan? Happy Hogan. What if he isn't? What if he's in in beauty school? And so she, he he was like, "Hey, can I please just practice when you have an exam?" <laughs> yeah. He's like, "I'm staring at your hair, yeah. not yeah. your body. Please yeah. let me yeah. put these perm yeah, rods in." Like, ooh man, she, she could really use a perm back there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know body at all. That's crazy. Oh my god! But yeah. Okay. Well, but, she, but the thing is, I never saw her wear curly hair in the other movies. Oh yeah. So it was like maybe it was just a crazy wig they had to put on her randomly or something. That seems yeah. weird. This next piece of trivia is wild. What? A lot of Venko's identifying features were suggested by Mickey Rourke. He wanted to perform half of his role in Russian. What do you mean half? What? And consulted on the character's tattoos and gold teeth, as well as having a pet cockatoo. Uh, in fact, Rourke paid for the bird and the gold teeth out of his own pocket. Okay, I kind of <laughs> love that. That's, That's so funny. crazy. I love him. And he's like, I need to have gold teeth. And they were like, no. And then he's like, I'll get him. I'll make it. <laughs> yeah. You're like, not in the budget. And he was like, it's in my budget. Yeah. You I don't tell say. me no, I'm Mickey Rooney. <laughs> 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 and he, like got, and he, he added that he paid bird. for the bird. It was funny. That's I mean, yeah, it was, that was, it was a good funny. addition. He knew what he yeah. was doing. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. It was quirky. Um, okay, compared to the first film, there are more Easter eggs and references to other Marvel characters that speak oh. to the growing cinematic universe. For example, Black Panther's Wakanda can be spotted on a map. Wow, that's map? really small, like Easter egg. Tony has an older version of Captain America's shield in storage. Why? <laughs> in storage. <laughs> Agent, it's like in the back. It's behind the door, but it's there. Um, Agent Coulson finds Thor's hammer in New Mexico and so on. Uh, fans, including actor Tom Holland, have retroactively decided that the child wearing the Iron Man helmet who Stark saves at the end of the film is young Peter Parker, a.k.a. Spider-Man. You can't just, what? Really? You can't just say he it's that. Decide. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm going to click and see the child. I was wondering about that. Oh, my God. It won't open for some reason. Oh, there we go. Oh, he got on the glove. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. What? No, you can't. You can't watch a movie and then years later decide that's what happened. No. That's Justin Thoreau. Yeah. Yeah, Someone wrote it. He wrote it. He wrote it down. (laughs) He knows who that child is. Is that a Spidey (laughs) glove, Leah? What he's got on that picture? It's not a Spidey glove? No, he's got a, he's just got the Iron Man outfit on. Oh. Yeah. I'm tripping. (laughs) (laughs) It could be anybody. You could say it's anyone. Yeah, it was uh, me as a little girl. (laughs) Oh, I get it from the Marvel Universe. (laughs) (laughs) It could be you too. No, 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 I get Uh, it. It's 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 Iron Man or it's um, uh, fucking, uh, who's in (laughs) Marvel? It's Thor. It's little Thor. Thor when he was a baby in the the metaverse (laughs) (laughs) Nicole's like I don't know if you know this but when I was a little girl (laughs) I met Iron Man (laughs) he saved my life (laughs) he did Uh, so Tom Holland said in an interview that he talked to Kevin Feig the president of Marvel Studios and can confirm that it's Peter okay but so the president of Marvel Studios is just some guy who then eventually became the president so he's also kind of just saying it is that right I mean they (laughs) know know everything about it it's whatever you dream of yeah that's cute, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Okay, so yeah. Lamar, what is your overall review of this? Like, what do you like did you did you like it the second time around? Uh, no, I it was okay. I didn't like it, but I was um it was fun to watch it the second time around because I was seeing all these cool, like, hidden things that mm-hmm. I didn't know. Like, Elon Musk is in the movie, which I was like, what? that was crazy. Oh, I know. That yeah. was yeah, did crazy. Y'all see that? Wait. Yeah, he was at that party when they was, like, up in, uh, before As the race. As an extra? No, no, he, had he has a line. He had lyrics. He had rap <laughs> He goes lyrics. like this. He's like, he's like, <laughs> hey, what is this? 
He had lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> he had verses. He, he did. Uh, he, he walks up to um to Tony and he's like, I have an idea for a, a big product to sell or something. And then he's like, yeah, okay, he, man. And then he keeps going. And then and he sits down and he's like, yes. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did not clock that That's exactly what all. happened, Thorin. Yeah. It was so weird because I was like, <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, when I saw, that, like, it was actually a part of the movie, but I'm like, when I saw that movie, it's just like that scene is never well because you didn't know who head. he was then, right? Because it's like I feel like we didn't know who he right. was until more recently. I, like he became yeah. like a person where we knew what he looked like and all this stuff before, but he was obviously making all his shit back then. But we weren't really aware of it. I feel like in when right. did Tesla become Tesla? Because um, he's you know what he said. He said I got an electric airplane. I got an idea for an electric oh, private jet, yeah. and I was like, oh, so he's already thinking about Tesla. Oh, it was founded he's in two thousand three. Okay, so they were already a thing, but only like what crazy rich people had them. Like or something. real rich people knew about mm-hmm. Tesla. Yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. so I didn't like uh, the movie necessarily, but I liked watching it again. It was cool to see how cocky. I didn't realize. Yeah, Tony Stark was real cocky, and it's cool to see him get like you know humbled in front yeah. of everybody, in front of the world. I like that. Yeah. But ultimately, it was way too long. Especially you know, I woke up this morning <laughs> to watch it, and I was like, this is a long movie. That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> Very but, long. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but I appreciate being taken back to that time because that was that was the beginning. That was the beginning of it all. <laughs> Carl, <Life changed. laughs> Carl, what did you think? This is your first time seeing this for real. Yeah. Um. I. I you know. I was up. Uh, washing dishes and doing laundry and things mm-hmm. uh, as it was on. I, I was catching catching little things. I, I thought that... Uh, <laughs> I love that you were like, just a bit of the movie. see any of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I was catching some glimpses of flash here and It was on, and I, uh, you know, I, was, I, I had some things to do. No, no, no. Uh, I, I definitely think Robert Downey Jr. is very funny in the movie. Yeah. I, I, I like that. I also thought Tom Holland was really funny. Not Tom Holland. What's his name? <laughs> Sam Rockwell. Uh, yeah. Sam Rockwell. Is that what you didn't watch? You're like, Tom Holland was great. Tom Holland. <laughs> no, we were just yeah. talking about Tom Holland uh, being no, a yes. little kid. Yes. Um, Tom Holland was Zendaya. Um, anyway, <laughs> I uh, I thought they were both funny. I thought that it was a really funny juxtaposition, like how Sam Rockwell like suits wasn't as tight as Tony Stark's. And, mm-hmm. like, he just wanted to be this dude so bad. He was such a big hater. And so I'm happy that Tony Stark still wins uh, because, <laughs> you know, death to all haters. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> but he uh, that was that. Yeah, I, I did. I did not like the film. No, I did not. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so <laughs> I like all these aspects about it. But yeah. That being said, that being I, said it. Never, yeah. I, I did not. I did not enjoy it the film. The film no, was I, I, I thought it was funny. Though. I thought it was some funny parts. Yeah. Also, it was yeah. it was the first time we see him kiss uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That was like I was, that was. I didn't realize that's when that happened. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did get a kiss, uh, which we didn't get in the first film. And I did appreciate the kiss because I'm hoping that Marvel movies have more sexiness I than, know. say, Star Wars or The Magical Hike or... No. What was the other did one? Fast and Fast Furious? And Furious? Well, Tyler Perry no, had really. only abusive sexual yes. interactions. Yes, if people uh, in a relationship, <laughs> you're going to get hit. No kisses. And there's never, like, kissed. a nice sex scene in that. <laughs> um, well, anyways, we have our five-star review... Uh, what do you call it? Section. What do you call it? Segment. Uh-huh. Five That's the word I'm looking for. Industries. Five Stark Industries. Okay. Now this one comes from MC Jones 51. They say five stars about our newcomers podcast. Good hosts, good guests, good movies. Good God, let's eat. Wow. They had fun with okay. that. <laughs> so <laughs> in this season, in addition to Apple reviews of newcomers, we also will be reading reviews from Letterboxd. So we'll be, we will also rate the film and we'll give it a one sentence review ourselves on Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. And we have our own account on there called Newcomers if you want to see what, how we review each movie. Now, this yeah, and if you if you mm-hmm. don't know what Letterboxd is, it's just where people write reviews on films. Yeah, and if you don't know, neither do I because I actually don't fully know. I've heard about Letterboxd and I've uh-huh. and my friend made the a comment about be embarrassed if his letterbox got seen so i'm like maybe people Mm. are on there writing a lot of detailed reviews or about everything they kind of like yelp Um, (laughs) yelp for movies (laughs) uh okay so here's an example ellie rewatched uh in 2019 and said kind of cool how roadie and tony devete vanko with the power of gay love Okay. And then Neve gave it three and a half stars and said, Iron Man who? I'm only here. I'm here only for Miss Natasha Romanoff. Okay. All right, Neve. 
Calm down. Now, <laughs> this is okay. We have to rate the movie and give it a sentence. And I think we have to rate it lower than we did Iron Man because yes. I think we liked Iron Man more than the sequel. Yeah. So I would say we give this one two and a half stars. I, Does that feel I agree. Fair? Two and a half stars. Yeah. He came for Mickey Rourke, left with Sam Rockwell. Yeah. And, uh, Yep. Hard to follow for me at times. A uh, little meandering. Uh, uh, two and a half stars. Uh, and I will add Gwyneth and Scarlett were good. <laughs> uh, Robert so. Downey Jr. remains funny and charming, however, mm-hmm. too cocky in this sequel. Um, also, welcome to the franchise, fucking Don Cheadle. John Don Cheadle. Don you Cheadle. were nice and good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, bye, bye, good. Terrence. Goodbye, uh, Terrence. Rest in peace, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Empire. <laughs> so, <laughs> is that what he did next? I think so. Feel, yeah, yeah, he so went right Empire. into Empire. <laughs> well, five eight eight two three hundred. Empire <laughs> today. <laughs> so, um, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We will read a five star review. So, don't give us less than that. That's just rude. Yeah. Uh, we will pick one to read, and we will also ask that you please rate us on Spotify. That helps us get seen by more people, and they can yes. listen to our podcast. Um, Lamar, Carl, thank you for doing this. Do you guys have anything you want to plug? Uh yeah, just come on over to uh come on down the hallway to the XOXO yeah. Gossip Kings, located right here in Anya's living room. <laughs> here it comes. And yeah, Grand just Crew, check it out. It's fine. Yes. And, oh yeah, and Grand Crew, we on the TV show. It's Grand really Crew. funny. Grand Crew. I, it is on so Peacock, Hulu, and NBC. NBC. It's super uh, funny. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren. For oh, my God. You. Yes. I have to catch up. I've seen the first two episodes so far, and I love it. And it's a great. There's so many fun UCB people on that show. It's yeah. a whole fun crew. The Grand Crew. Ooh, the Grand Crew also, is a fun I crew. I Googled Grand Crew when when Phil first announced it, and I learned that it, that's a wine term. I didn't understand that was a wine term. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Crew, a CRU. I, mm-hmm. I, it's very, there's layers, there's levels and layers. Layers. Um, all right. Uh, well, everyone watch that, listen to their podcast, and we'll be back next week with Thor, which came out in 2011. So if you want to watch that and be prepared for the episode, do that. I already watched it. Nicole, you're not going to have fun. I'm really sorry. I'm like not excited about this long haired man with a fucking hammer. I, I know, and I, <laughs> I think you'll remain unexcited. I feel like. I'm curious what you'll think, but okay. we'll see. We'll All right. see. Thanks, All right. everyone. Bye. a HeadGum original.